<laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode three of my podcast, Ape Noises. Um, so happy you could join me on this fine Monday evening. Uh, just a quick reminder, if you are listening to this on Spotify or on some other just streaming platform, um, you can find me live on twitch.tv slash ape underscore noises at 8 p.m. on Mondays. Um, and yeah, that's it. Thank you for all the feedback on last episode. I'm continuing to work on my podcasting ability and on just being more entertaining. So I appreciate all the feedback and all the follows. Um, without further ado, we'll get right into this week's podcast, which is going to be on relationships. Uh, and today I've got my cousin who is almost, I would just say he's a brother to me. Uh, because I grew up with him and his girlfriend um, here. And uh, yeah, um, I guess they can introduce themselves. Who they <laughs> are. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, what's up, Jared? <laughs> okay, it should, uh, you guys should be on screen right now. Let me see. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about... Uh, Sarah, since you're on my screen right now, how about you introduce yourself first? Okay, hi, I'm Sarah. Uh, like Jared said, I'm his cousin's girlfriend. Uh, I'm 26 years old. I attended UC Irvine, and I'm trying to go to pharmacy school right now. That's, that's like a quick summary. She's <laughs> mm. <laughs> a lot more interesting than that. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. And... Um, I'm Justin, like like you said, I'm your cousin. And yeah, I think um, we're not like typical cousins. It was kind of a shock to me when uh, like I realized that we literally spent like our whole lives together. Like we lived like in the same house for a long time. And like, so yeah, Jared's definitely more of a brother than a cousin. And um, yeah, I'm 23. I'm going, I'm studying uh, computer science and life is, life is going good. <laughs> nice. Okay, guys. Yeah. And um, yeah, just to kind of elaborate on what Justin said before we get into the, the topics, me and him, um, both our moms grew up as single moms um, and sisters. So because of that, I think they leaned a lot on each other um, mm -hmm. just for support emotionally, um, probably financially. I don't know the details, but we actually <laughs> for a time were living in next door apartments over in redwood yeah. city um and uh yeah in high school justin moved to the same high school as me so we had some high school shared experiences and yeah it's just crazy because we've been through so much um so i'm yeah. really really happy to have him on the podcast and and sarah too obviously obviously I, i've only known sarah for i don't even know but less than a year but um yeah, just happy to have you guys on. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, we'll just get right into uh, the podcast. This, as I mentioned, it was going to be on relationships, and it's probably more going to be them giving advice to me as opposed <laughs> to a dialogue, because as many of you guys know that are listening, I've never actually dated anyone, uh, which is not a bad thing, but it just means I'm very... Uh, very naive and unseasoned and 
unseasoned. Yeah, just not your fresh no. meat, Jared. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I uh, I don't really know what I'm doing. So the first question I wanted to ask you guys, and this is something you guys kind of posed to me, and I thought it was great, so I'm asking it to you guys. Uh, how do you approach a girl when you like? How do you her? approach a girl? Is this this is more for me, right? <laughs> it could be oh, girl or guy. Sorry, sorry. It could be either one. I mean, what are your guys' moves? What are the best tactics? The moves. <laughs> I think if you think in the mindset of moves, you're you're going the wrong way. Like, okay. It's definitely just be yourself. Because if you try to adopt something that you're not, you're just gonna come off as fake. But that's a that's a precursor. I think that. Uh... <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, um, I think uh, for guys, it's hard, you know, like, like guys are really like generally more horny <laughs> and more lustful, I think, than girls. Sure. At least from my personal experience. So um, like it's easier to find a guy that likes a girl than a girl likes a guy. Mm-hmm. Agree with that. So, yeah. so if you like a girl, you don't have like things you do even if it's like out of your control like do you think there's some actions that come out when you like a girl and you first try to get to know her like me personally yeah you personally well it's a (laughs) well you should know this like um I'm just very straightforward and I think that like well because like yeah yeah I just I I don't want to waste time so I just get straight to the point and I say do you like me because I like you and if it doesn't work out then it's it's okay and then you just move on. <laughs> you just, <laughs> just keep going up to the, the home plate and swing, like keep swinging. You just keep swinging until eventually you'll hit something. <laughs> that was a numbers game then. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely quantitative. <laughs> Yo, I agree with this, though. Even though, like, I've never actually dated, I've taken a few shots here and there. But I think one of the things that holds me back is that I hesitate to take shots, and I usually don't. And evidently, the few times that I've taken shots, it's missed, uh, which is it's fine. But <laughs> I think oh, if, I think if you take more shots, more are bound to hit. And also, oh, yeah. rejection is a whole part of the experience, in my opinion. And being rejected, the more you get rejected, the easier it, it becomes to sort of cope with that. Oh, yeah, you start that. you start going insane and it, it becomes like a sadistic <laughs> joy. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> okay. I'm being bad. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, well, Sarah, what are your opinions? What are your thoughts? Not sure. you I, I think it's good to be straightforward. And of course, a lot of this, it just has to be, like there's a lot of luck involved as well because like you could be too straightforward just for some girls or you could be like not straightforward enough for some girls so in the end I agree with you guys how like it's better to just be honest from the beginning rather than like spend all this time hesitating and then like later regret missing the chance so I I see that perspective um yeah for me personally it's hard for me to answer this question because I think I'm the type of person where someone has to show interest in me first before I really consider them, I guess, or like start gaining more interest. Sure. I think that's been common too. Yeah. So it's like when someone shows interest in me, I feel like that sparks my curiosity. Um, But in the end, like what kind of seals the deal or whatnot and like what solidifies my interest is like, 
just making like a real connection with them. So maybe there's moments of vulnerability and like really connecting, like I said, that works for me. I'm happy with that answer. <laughs> I, I have a question though for you. Um, so you said, uh, you mentioned like, um, you'd prefer if the other person makes makes a move first, which I think totally makes sense. And I think um, that's kind of what's expected low key, like with yeah. guys and girls, which is fun. That's the way it is. Um, but uh, would you say that I don't want to. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to jump the gun because that's a that's a spicy <laughs> question. And I'm going to wait until the end to get to that. Oh uh, so God. let me uh, let me just let me get get to the second point. And if you're listening uh, not live, then I guess you could cheat and skip to the end. But we're not gonna we're not gonna do that, right? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna keep listening. Hopefully, um, okay. Let's say that Justin, he's being really forward. You're picking up on something. How do you know for sure if a girl or a guy likes you back? Because I think sometimes it can be confusing. Right. So what are some surefire signs you guys kind of believe well, to be like, yeah. Well, obviously, just straight up asking, do you like me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, to be honest, I don't think that's always a surefire way, though, because I feel yeah, like some people, I mean, it, it sucks that it happens and like, it's not always bad intentions, but I feel like some people are a little confused about how they feel when that question is asked. Yeah. And so the answer can be kind of vague. And that's why I feel like sometimes like the beginning phase of dating does drag on a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like everyone's different, of course, but I think when you really like someone, like you think about them a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think when someone likes you, you can see it in their actions, like little random text messages or words or again actions that show that like oh they're thinking about me like randomly even if i don't like hit them up first they think about me mm -hmm. i think that's one way yeah like i i think it's impossible to tell like to have a sure fire like yeah. way or like a like their their ears don't turn redder or like their eyes don't <laughs> you know like all the all that science <laughs> is like That'd be really fun. They're gonna be like a research. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I think for boys, they have a, a little appendix that gets a little bigger, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, um, but like, all honestly, like oh it's really it's really hard to tell. Like that's why it's a game. Like you have to just yeah. Well, it's fun, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, but like I said, like for me, that was like a huge frustrating part of this whole thing. Like, obviously, if I could read people's minds, then like I probably would have dated like a lot more people. But um, like, so that's why like my solution to that problem is just just asking straight up, because if they say no and they actually did like me, like at least then I'll get that no and I'll be able to move on. And then, like, I won't be stuck in this state of like, okay, what do I do? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm confused. Like, I get, I get to the end, and I either like um, change course or like head straight forward, like down the path. But mm -hmm. I never, I never idle. I think that idling when you're um, in that situation is hard. Mm -hmm. But it's problematic, and I've had personal experience with this before because. A lot of times that 
makes people feel rushed where you're like i need an answer now like yeah you have to tell me otherwise i like i can't move on with my life and then that puts like way too much pressure on people so okay nothing 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 works for sure you know yeah and it just depends on the timing and everything of what's going on in each person's life like i said i feel like there's a lot of luck involved as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for Sarah and I, I think we got really, really lucky because um, like we started off in class together and like I, I obviously made my like feelings known and she reciprocated positively and it wasn't necessarily like um, like anything was like too crazy. It's just as the relationship progressed, like we found out like we're really compatible, like we really like each other, have similar interests, similar values. Mm-hmm. and like so yeah it's definitely like a luck aspect of it for sure okay and then also i just wanted to say because i realized i know this about you justin but i, I never asked you know yeah. you to say it but i see you and i've always kind of looked to you as somebody for like advice on relationships and that's because you've been in several like, <laughs> uh, how would you i just don't want to give people some perspective so you've been in like how many relationships I've been like in real ones. Like real I've been ones. in like three real ones. Yeah. But I've I've it's had like bit, right. I I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think like actually no, that's true. I am pretty young. Like my re- my serious relationships were like decently length, but I've had like like <laughs> I think what I have the most is like striking out <laughs> experiences. Okay, sure. <laughs> like. <laughs> My ratio is complete shit. <laughs> I would be okay. a horrible daughter, okay. you know? Okay. But I think I think that experience does, like, give me, like, a lot of different perspective. And it's kind of why I've developed, like, this style that I have. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. And then how about you, Sarah, then? Uh, how many relationships have you been in uh, before Justin? Before my and Justin's relationship, I was in two relationships. Okay. So similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar. Similar. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But you you are older than him, so yeah. technically Justin's more on the wild side than yeah. <laughs> No, but certainly yeah. <laughs> I think Justin has more fun stories to tell than I do. My stories are just really like out of the world. Wait, they're crazy. I love them. <laughs> I, I live vicariously through Justin in so many conversations because like I would just tell some of his stories. Yeah. Are like, whoa, this guy is the real deal. But we won't get into that. Maybe that's for another time, a different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> for sure. Um, okay. Well, um, I guess we'll just kind of move on to the next topic then. Um so you've secured the bag. You know that the girl or the guy likes you back. Once you're in the relationship, how are you supposed to communicate? What would you say are some tips for like communicating well, making sure that the relationship is going to last a long time, identifying early on whether or not you guys are compatible. Because you mentioned, Justin, that you guys found you were very compatible, like right off the bat. How did you know that? Kind of like, I think you should talk. I think Sarah has a Sarah's probably like the communicator in this relationship. (laughs) Like I learned a lot about communication, dating her. Um, I think like the, the the number of the golden rule is um, I read this in a book. I actually don't know where or when or who it was written by, but it said, seek first to understand, then to be understood. 
And then um, the, 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 the gist of that is um, before you try to convey your part, you have to try to take in what the other person is saying and digest it legitimately. Like, um, okay. because a lot of times when you get into arguments, you're, you, you have this feeling of like, I'm not being heard and it's making me angry or like some part of like what I'm saying isn't being communicated. And a lot of the times it's because you're so focused on conveying your problem that you're, you don't stop and take in the other person's problem. So just listening first, basically being a better listener. It's, it's, it's like another step to listening. Like you, you could passive listen, but it's like, you really have to take each word by like word for word and really digest like the, the, phraseology or the, the the order that it was said in the um, the choice of words the uh, the context like the timing everything it, it's 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 really really hard and I think the only way you can actually be good at this is through experience so if you're in a relationship you you should never have like enough time talking with each other hmm. and yeah that's another sign like if you don't actually like talking to this person, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's a pretty obvious sign that that's not a good relationship. Yeah, I think that makes sense because in a relationship, as it progresses, you want to learn, you want to like understand the other person as a whole more and more. Like you want to understand each other, you know. So if like Justin said, you're really analyzing each significant conversation you have, like you'll have a better picture of, you know, what this person is like and mm-hmm. whatnot and how they think. Yeah. But, I think it's important just to be very open and just really hard, of course, because being vulnerable is, you know, one of the most difficult things, especially with someone you're just getting to know and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. I think I made this mistake in my past relationships where in the beginning I wasn't comfortable enough, like voicing my, like the the hard conversations basically. Mm -hmm. And I think that just shows like I wasn't ready to commit because in a way, like to make, a good and like lasting relationships you do have to get through those hard conversations because then they become someone you can depend more on and you yeah. understand each other more and under- understand each other's needs more yeah that's true sarah's really good at like all right justin we need to talk about this and i'm like <laughs> oh fuck i fucked up <laughs> but i love those conversations yeah sometimes i can tell like justin's upset but then he like, refuses to admit it, and then I have to like dig it out of him, and then he yeah. finally says why he's upset, and then we can move forward. Yeah, wow. <laughs> times where I'm like, wow, I didn't actually know that I was upset. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, I love that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I this this is kind of kind of a side tangent. Um, but so, do you guys believe in soulmates? Then, like, do you guys believe in people that are meant for you, or do you think that it's more like about your mindset towards? Uh, working together in a relationship like how much of it do you think is compatibility and how much of it do you think is just the effort and like just the right heart because it seems like you guys have the right mentality and mindset and Mm -hmm. that that is what you guys are really showing and it's it's more that than it is like compatibility obviously compatibility to an extent is important yeah Hmm. (laughs) I think that um I think personally, I actually didn't believe in soulmates or like any of that because I thought that 
it was too depressing. Like if there's only one person out there that's good for you, there's like 7 billion people in the world, unless you're just strictly straight, which means there's only 3.5 billion people. Sure, sure. But, um... <laughs> i think that um whatever relationship you are in if you use that as an excuse you're just gonna find yourself hating everyone because you're gonna say oh if only you were different in this way yeah. you know you would be perfect but a real relationship is you take someone you take someone and you both create something between each other and it's, it's work, it's effort. It's, it's a lot of hours talking and it's um, a lot of times it's really painful, you know, like mm -hmm. you're never going to find someone that's like, Oh wow. You think exactly like me. Like I don't even have to say anything and you're, you're, you're perfect and good to go. Okay. In that sense. But I do believe that everybody has different experiences growing up. So if you find someone who has similar experiences to you, you're able to connect with them on a deeper level because they understand you. They've been through what you've been through. And like finding that is like a way of finding like your soulmate. Yeah. I, I asked that question because I feel like you guys maybe would not have been able to identify those parts about you guys that were so compatible. Had you not been in past relationships in the past that mm -hmm. had failed. Right. Yeah, definitely. And then in that in that case, it's like if you and Sarah had met when you guys were like both 18 or there's no way that would have happened because Sarah's older, but whatever, like when you were 18, like, yeah. would you guys have hit it off in the same way? Probably not. Right. And then well, that's actually, more. Oh, you think you would have? No, no, no. So Sarah and I actually talk about this a lot. And we keep I keep saying like, oh, I wish I knew you in like high school. Like that would be really interesting. But the more that I think about it and the more that we talk about it, like we've understood that like I was really messed up college in like um like my early undergrad like my mentality and my like mental state like all the things that i've been through it made me like a, a very angry very like spiteful person mm -hmm. and so we definitely would not have clicked at all because sarah was very very kind and um from what i hear you know <laughs> I, I only hear great things from her and i was kind of the opposite from my mem my memory and my actions mm -hmm. So it's definitely like it's definitely a good thing that we met at a time where I was trying to change myself for the better, you know. Great. Okay. Okay. I agree with Justin that if we like or what Jared was saying, if we met and like if you were like my first relationship, I don't think I would have been able to get over the like what if like what else is out there? Like to be honest, cuz that's just that's who I am. Like Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And even though I haven't been in that many relationships, I think like when you are in long or somewhat serious relationships, you learn like what works and what doesn't work for you. Like it's, it's hard to guess until you actually have the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's yeah. like, honestly, I guess this is continuing on this side tangent, but something I'm worried about is like for me personally, I'm gonna mess it up the first time like I already know and like one thing that kind of alarmed me that you said Justin is that um and oh, dude it's like because I want the first one to work out but I know it's probably not going to just like because that's usually how it it ends up being and you said Justin one of the warning signs is when you get tired of like hanging out with somebody right yeah I, 
I feel like there isn't a single person I've met in my life that I haven't gotten tired of hanging out with before. Yeah. Like, because I get, like, I didn't realize that I was sort of introverted at times because I've always sort of seen myself as an extrovert. But one thing this quarantine has showed me and one thing I've realized after reflecting on, like, my past is that I have to be alone sometimes. And, like, I get tired of of people or like i don't know it's like that in front honeymoon phase is not just uh a relationship thing it's a friendship thing too you have honeymoon phases with your friends like you're hitting it off and then you find one thing about that person you start to dislike and then you go okay maybe i need to reevaluate you know how i see this person maybe i need to stop putting them up on a pedestal all this stuff i think that um are you similar to this in any way or is this just me yeah i had a huge problem with that where like people would start becoming repetitive in like little things and then once i was able to like predict something i started like getting turned off by that just like um, repetitiveness almost and i realized that that was actually like a problem with me myself not necessarily other people it was just my perspective of life that like people are only there to give you new experiences, but that's not the case. Yeah, I think what Justin meant by like getting tired of hanging out with them, because like you said, like hanging out kind of implies what Justin was saying, where like mm-hmm. each experience might be like exciting or you're like gaining something out of it. Yeah. But it's more just like you want their company, even like if you're not really doing much. Like, you don't mind seeing them. But again, everyone's different. Like, I mean, I have friends in relationships that are, like, long relationships, six years or whatnot. And for most of it, they only see each other, like, once or twice a month. But they that works for them. Yeah, so it just depends on what you want and what your partner wants and how you can, like, make it work. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, a relationship isn't something that you, that you have to... It, it's whatever you create. So if you create it to be something where you're always together and constantly sharing everything, then that's great. But a lot of relationships, you it actually is detrimental if you don't have your own personal space. Like Sarah and I do this thing where we'll call, but sometimes I'll be busy. So I'll put the phone away and then just like, we'll just do our own thing. We'll be on like a three hour call, but we haven't said a word the whole time. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, it doesn't have to be something that is draining. If anything, your relationship should be something that you go to for strength and, I guess, um, confidence. Sure. Yeah. I think what you said, Justin, really stuck out about the part where you said it, it, it's more like you're thinking about yourself. It's almost selfish if you're coming into a relationship with that mentality, yeah. thinking how can this person fulfill my need? Instead of seeing it as like a relationship where it's like both ways. And okay. I, I really like that actually. Cause I I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think, (laughs) yeah, I really would only, I was really only thinking about myself when I posed that question. Um, No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's hard to like be vulnerable and like commit. So of course you want something back for like, those things you know yeah it's crazy because i've always seen myself as somebody that's like so ready to be vulnerable and ready to like give it my all in a relationship but 
man, I think I'm more selfish than I, I realized. Like, like we're all selfish, but like, eh, okay. Well, thanks. That was great. I, I mean, I really love those answers. Yeah, yeah. I think that a lot of people they go into relationships thinking, "What can this girl give me?" Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, a healthier relationship is like, "What can I do for this girl?" If you're a guy, or or if you're okay. a girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys. That was great. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. This is when things are maybe gonna start to get spicy. Maybe you guys will want to um share some of the uh, more private things in your life, if <laughs> like past experiences. If you don't, that's fine. But how do you get over roadblocks in a relationship? Because I we we kind of or I kind of brought up the honeymoon phase. It ends. It always does. So when that honeymoon phase ends and when you hit a wall, how do you get over that? And or or how do you know that the relationship has gone bad at that point? Like how do you know whether to salvage it or whether it's like okay, the honeymoon phase is over, it's completely done. We should give up on this. And I'm sure you guys have hit a roadblock at some point in your own relationship if you want to maybe talk about that you can <laughs> you guys are obviously still going strong which is why i feel like it's okay to ask yeah or yeah. maybe past things mm-hmm. so sarah and i actually don't really we don't get into arguments well no no, no that's not true we don't get heated <laughs> we, we get into arguments a lot but they're always really fun fun, <laughs> fun. yeah they're oh yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> fun for me because i always win no i'm kidding oh my goodness okay no, okay um i think the most heated that we ever got was actually during this quarantine it was in the beginning Shoot. because um we had this because we we live i think six blocks away from each other so it's 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 not bad it's not it's okay, sorry it's not it's not far we're not in different states we're not Right. Mm -hmm. So I had this expectation of I'm going to make or I had this. Yeah, it was an expectation that Sarah is in my bubble. So when we quarantine, we quarantine other people that are out of the bubble. But since Sarah's in that bubble, it doesn't matter. Right. But Sarah was saying that we should stay home and our bubbles should be our home. So there was a miscommunication of that. And it was like there was a time where I was like very frustrated and I could tell. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it the 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 conclusion was like we we <laughs> it was actually um, I don't know Sarah what do you have to say to that? <laughs> <laughs> well, part of the reason why I felt really pressured about going over was because I do work at CVS pharmacy, yeah. so of course you know I'm exposing myself to a lot of different customers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I was like it's it's not okay to be going over and at the time I would say I mean honestly like I feel kind of ashamed to admit this but at the time I was thinking like you know this is like a temporary effort like we just have to get through like at the most a month or whatnot but then once I realized like this is not just a couple like a month or two kind of thing (laughs) like our lives are going to be very different for a very long time Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like there had to be some realistic adjustments made. So like Justin said, it's like, yes, you're minimizing your social contacts and whatnot, but like the few important people were like, you know, of course, Justin's very important to me, 
we can find ways to like still see each other here and there. Yeah. That's what changed my mind is my perspective on the pandemic is what changed my mind on me visiting him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is like, wow, that is so interesting. Thank you guys for sharing that experience. I feel like um, it's almost like, okay, so like in my church community or whatever, they always say when you're dating, like, don't treat a relationship like you're married. And I feel like, Sarah, you have a really good understanding and handle on that. Because it, it almost feels like Justin, uh, in his approach, it, it's almost like, because that's what you guys would do if you guys were married, right? Like the bubble would be just you two. But since you guys are not married, right, and it's uh-huh. still a relationship, yeah, that's the way Sarah wanted it to be, which... I can understand both sides though, because I'd imagine if you guys like each other that, or Justin likes you that much, right? Obviously, he's gonna wanna, yeah, you know, spend that much time with you. It's just no, no, yeah. yeah. It was it, so in the end, it was it was miscommunication on both parts because it was like, um, like Sarah thought it was only gonna be a month, but I, for me, it was like, I thought that that meant that she didn't want to come over at all until the quarantine was over. Sure. Okay. It wasn't, and then the, the the communication part that was um, like missed, I guess, was uh, I thought that that meant that she didn't want to come over, and like mm-hmm. I knew, like once I once I established the fact that that fear was like the driving force behind my frustration, mm-hmm. I was able to talk it out, and it didn't go away immediately. Like it, of course, it, yeah. the the frustration still lingered, but understanding where it comes from helped me to calm down and to like see it from her perspective too okay and i I, i'll admit i did not handle the situation as as well as i should have and i i let my emotions get the better of me Mm -hmm. but i always i I reflect on it i guess (laughs) oh for sure yeah 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 Yeah, but to answer your original question about like roadblocks I personally think, okay, because my previous relationships, they were both, like, more than two years. Like, wow. What not? So yeah. I, I think, like, for me, at least, that's, like, pretty long. Yeah, that's really long. <laughs> and so I felt like you have to build the trust and, like, the mode of communicating from the start. Because I feel like if you don't, after maybe, like, two years, there's so many, the other person just doesn't understand where you're coming from anymore because you never voiced it. And so you can't really even blame them. Yeah. So there's, yeah. So there's not really going back once that misunderstanding is already established, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's why I think it's important to try to just be as honest as you can. From yeah. Me. Like one thing Sarah and I started doing at the beginning of this relationship was like, this was fresh in, at the start of the relationship. It, um, like we would practice saying like, oh, this makes me feel blank. You know, like, uh, like I'm, like this makes me angry this makes me happy like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. talking about like our emotions like so like very transparently like it really helps to understand like even yourself like there are times where i didn't even know that i was angry about something and then sarah would ask me questions leading me to open up and admitting that yeah that pisses me off you know <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or aren't the other way around you know like that's the thing a lot of relationships it's you have to be comfortable with yourself first yeah Yeah. and i think don't be afraid to like if something 
if like an action or a statement seems kind of sketchy to you, don't be afraid to call them out. Be like, like, where is this coming from? Why did you yeah. say that? Like, why did you say that? Like, what, yeah. what is going on? Or why on? did you do that? What not? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, Amazing. the biggest roadblock that is like impossible to get over is, is lack of communication. Because at that point, you're just living separate lives tied by a past agreement you made. If someone is poor at communicating, should you try and stay in that relationship and to help them grow in it? Or is that something you should just kind of throw in the towel on? I don't think anyone is poor at communicating. I think Hmm. they're just, they're just, they express themselves differently than is normal. Okay. Well, I think there can also be sometimes if you feel like someone's not really communicating the way you or like they're not putting in the same effort to communicate as you are like you feel like then I feel like sometimes that might be because of different walls they have up or because of different insecurities so if it's worth it to you to like really get to know that person I think yeah it's worth spending some time being patient with them but Mm -hmm. I think there is a point where I think Justin weren't we talking about this just like yesterday where like it shouldn't get to a point where it's so draining that it like takes away from your own life too much okay that's yeah. true yeah mm-hmm. so yeah communication it's it's always that, that's why like the love languages are really interesting because a lot of people communicate like non-verbally you believe in those then the love languages I, think, I, I definitely have seen instances but i don't know if i believe it entirely i i, I kind of feel like it's kind of I don't believe in them because I feel like we are the way that we like to receive and give love changes over the course of our lives. And it's always different. And on top of that, I don't think there's any single person out there that like hates receiving gifts or, you know, hates to like receive yeah. physical touch or what? what's the other ones? Like, uh, what are the other Acts ones? Acts of service. Uh... Acts of service. We all like that stuff, dude. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. So I. Granted, obviously, some things are going to mean more to you than others, but I just I think you should try and do all of them. I mean, I yeah. think it's good to communicate. I prefer this, but yeah. And the thing is, another thing that's interesting is if you practice different styles of communication, you can actually get better. Yeah, sure. Like what? Like this is kind of wild, but um, one of my past relationships, I <laughs> I dated this Chinese girl <laughs> that didn't speak English. <laughs> what the heck yeah it was was like my first couple years at foothill and she spoke hardly any like bruh we communicated through math (laughs) no you're joking we were in the math we were in the same math class we sat next to each other and we started passing notes and i thought she spoke english and (laughs) it turns out she didn't (laughs) but we still went on a lot of dates and stuff what how long did you stay for again we only did it for like a month and a half. I, I cut it off because, yeah, that's not, it wasn't like compatible. <laughs> I'm in disbelief. I know. But like, oh my God. There were, there were times where it's like, it wasn't. You know, right wasn't. there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that you can have a relationship with anyone that like, it, it's all about like the effort. Like for okay. that Chinese girl, like, I, I might have been happy like the rest of my life, 
it just would take so much effort, you know? Yeah. So there's like a breaking point, yeah. basically. And so I, I just, I gave up. I said like, no, this is, this is not worth. Like, <laughs> I need someone who speaks fucking English. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I never knew that that was a new standard that I had to. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. But, yeah. Jared, what kind of communication do you think you would want in a relationship? Like, do you want someone that you can share everything with? You think that's important to you, or like, are you very straightforward? I think by nature, I'm very loud. And I think that I'm always talking when I'm around people. Yeah. So I would definitely need to be with somebody who's kind of ready to like, be my soundboard, in a sense. (laughs) Um, Granted, I think being quieter and not making as much noise is something that I've worked on over like, the past few years specifically um i don't think i'm a bad listener i think people think being loud and um you know being a bad listener are one in the same but they're not i think i'm perfectly capable of having engaging and thrilling discussion um while talking a lot uh and while listening uh yeah but- Jared, i think i think your verbal communication is probably like one of the best that I personally have ever interacted with, you know. I appreciate that. But um, yeah, yeah. so I think that would be something that's really important to me. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just uh, her kind of being there to just like talk to a lot. And I think it comes a lot from my dad because my dad always tries to have conversations with me in the kitchen. Legit, like I didn't realize this was kind of a pet peeve of mine because I grew up literally every single time I came downstairs into the kitchen I'd expect at least a five to 10 minute conversation with my dad because I'd always find him there. And it's because he loves talking. And so I I picked up on that. And so now I'm similar. But once I became self-aware of that, I started to not like it as much. And I started to be a little bit more, I guess, introverted. Because when I was living with my housemates this year, and I'm close with all these guys, I would come downstairs and always make conversation with them but at a certain point it started getting old and i was like why do i still why do i feel like there's something missing when i don't do that and it's because my dad legit never ceased to do that in all the (laughs) years that into you (laughs) yeah and justin you know you've been over so yeah yeah always talks he he loves talking (laughs) yeah so i i foresee that to be like an issue um potentially with communication I always thought, Jared, that a perfect girl for you would be someone who listens more than talks. But I'm starting to think that, like, a more fitting match for you would be someone who, who brings that side of you out more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with that, too. And here's the tough thing. Because I've never dated, we don't know. so like maybe i should just go out there and date someone because it could be either one it could be somebody that pushes me to be a better listener you know jared that quieter a relationship with a spouse is is actually very similar to like a relationship with friends or like with family Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of the communication is like the same so you don't have to you know you don't you do not have zero experience you know your your everyday interactions with people that acute that will be used when you are in a relationship. It's not like when you start dating someone, like 
I've never been here before. Like, I don't know how to deal with this yet. You know, we're all just, we're all just talking and communicating. That's very true. Yeah. Okay. So like, then my question for you is like, are you more stimulated having conversations with me or Alex, you know? I mean, do I got to answer that question, man? (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, honestly, like, because you like Alex is more introverted and I'm more yeah, extra. Right. And so like when we have conversations, it's it's it builds. You know, right. I feel. Yeah. I think with Alex, it's recently been harder for me to. It's definitely harder to get there with Alex, like to those deep moments. But the thing is, there's they still happen and it's still very rich. That's I true. wouldn't say that like they can't happen. But yeah, because of Alex's personality and because he's more introverted, yeah it's a little yeah, bit harder yeah do you see what i mean like I, that yeah. that's actually a bad example because we're all related <laughs> but i'm i was just generalizing like, yeah yeah when you like yeah okay yeah i just i have no idea we'll see how it ends up being when i actually date but i don't know when it'll happen so <laughs> yeah. honestly if there's anything that i learned from justin recently or something I've been thinking about that he's been telling me for a while. Um, it's that I just need to take more shots and not be <laughs> afraid to get shut down or whatever, because like the more times it happens, the less you care. That doesn't mean just take shots at anything, but like, yeah. it means like if you feel like there's something that could happen, don't hesitate, consider yeah. it. And then before you start to maybe fantasize and think about the relationship happening, just kind of live in the moment and take it step by step. And if things yeah. work out, they work out. Yeah. And like nobody will ever look at you and be like, you asked that girl, how, how what a loser. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> nobody does that. Yeah. It's actually the opposite. You're, it's a lot more respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep the conversation running along. That was great. Um, little conversation we had though on that last topic but i guess yeah our second to last topic would be and this was kind of you kind of touched on this already justin but i wanted to ask you guys the differences between your current relationship and your first relationship and sarah you kind of mentioned this too but like what are some stark differences because it must be different obviously right like what were things you were looking for from the start (laughs) Versus like what you look for with this relationship. I would say maybe just because, because okay, so my first relationship, it was when I was 18. So like my freshman year of college, I didn't really know what I was looking for. And then honestly, like, I think the only reason it spawned into a relationship is because my ex-boyfriend, he already had been in past like serious relationships. So he kind of got the ball rolling. And so I wasn't really even like necessarily thinking like, oh, I want him to be my boyfriend or anything like that. So I really went into it blind, like to the point where like when we first started dating, I I, like sat down with him and I was like, so like what, what is (laughs) like, what is a relationship (laughs) Like after he asked me out? So I I was just going along, like see where it goes. But I think with Justin, since I was older, and I already had experience, I like didn't really have, I didn't have that kind of patience. Like I kind of, I only wanted to pursue a relationship that I saw promise in pretty much. 
yeah. Yeah. And I already kind of know what I want. So like, of course I'm open to, you know, I have to meet in the middle with depending on what he wants as well. But yeah, it was a little more structured in the beginning, I guess. With Justin. <laughs> with Justin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Justin? I think, I think for me, it's a little more complicated because I don't exactly, it's like iffy what my first relationship was. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't think. I'm like laughing because that's so fitting for you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> There's this one girl that I quote unquote dated in high school. I think we, the thing is, I think we established the title, but we never actually went on any dates. <laughs> so it was more of like a status thing. Yeah, it was more of like, like, it was more like, okay, I have a girlfriend, like, I'm cool, you know, like, it was more that than like, oh, I have a girlfriend, you know, mm-hmm. I think my first actual relationship was in college. Um, and it was a lot more different because uh, I was older than her by like, like a decent amount, I think. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like, I was very self-centered, I, re- I remember. Like, I just, I wanted things, and if I didn't get them, I was, like, angry. Hmm. And, um, like, during this time, I was very lost in myself. So mm-hmm. I think the difference between the first relationship and, like, now is, like, night and day. Like, hmm. I, like we have boundaries. We have communication. is so much better. Yeah, we have, um, like, values that are aligned. We have, um, like, a direction in life that we both... did not answer his question. <laughs> I didn't hear boundaries no I just okay it's just like a running thing with me and boundaries (laughs) over at USC because all my friends know um I bought this okay let me let me show you guys give me a sec (laughs) book called boundaries I saw saw your story yeah I saw yeah it's like uh I don't know I've just been always big on boundaries this is a whole nother topic that's gonna take years to discuss but like I just want to say, you do not need to read that. (laughs) Bro, I wanted to read it because, listen, (laughs) listen, I think when boundaries are not good between guys and girls, a lot of damage can be done. And that's all I'll say. I mean, but this is a different topic. Are you sure you didn't write the book? (laughs) No, no, I I didn't, man. I I feel like there's, because these boundaries aren't just like between guys and girls. This is like boundaries with you and like, from what I understand, the world. Because like, You've got to have boundaries like in every aspect of your life, I think. That's or you've true. just got to be in control of your life is what the book is saying. I think the first step is then defining what a boundary is. But that that is... Yeah, we will, we will get into that later. I, I love talking about boundaries, but this is about relationships, right? I think <laughs> the, the main difference between your first relationship and like a healthier relationship, I guess, is... Um, <laughs> it's just the way that you communicate because like i said you get better at communicating and the best practice or form of practice when it comes to communicating is a relationship i think Mm. like when you both have the goal of like spending the rest of your lives together you you spawn these like conversations that will change your life forever even if you don't eventually end up with that person yeah and i think you also like in your first couple relationships um you learn what your own weaknesses are like things that you might not realize that may bother another person especially if it's recurring in different relationships so i think you're more wary of that as you go forward Mm -hmm. so 
What, Justin, I know you're kind of a playful guy, just like me. What percentage of your relationship is you just messing with Sarah and being playful? And what percentage of it is like you kind of having serious conversations with her? Because I'm curious. And does that decrease over time, the playfulness? I hope hope it doesn't, but like, I mean. You know, I think that Sarah and I do have like, definitely the most meaningful parts of our relationships are those deep conversations. Like, yeah, I... I actually try to stimulate those as much as I can, even when I'm being playful. Mm-hmm. But I think it's about 50-50. That's like, good. Yeah. In terms of memory, because it's probably like time-wise, it's not necessarily that. We probably spend a lot more time being playful. Right. But just the um, just how impactful and like how memorable those deep conversations are, mm-hmm. it, it definitely s- sticks like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What, what what about from your perspective, Sarah? How often is Justin being an idiot around you? <laughs> I would say it's about the same, 50%. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You can't be a genius all the time. You need a break sometimes. Full ape noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I only ask that question because, like, I just love being stupid. And, like, I just am really hoping that being in a relationship with someone means I can still be stupid, even when the relationship has, like, gone on for a while. Like, I'm still able to sort of be playful and dumb. Um, Yeah, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are, like, have that balance. Yeah, you Um, just learn how to laugh all the time. (laughs) Go a little crazy, Jared. Well, Justin, you're really goofy, which is why. Yeah, I, I, I mean... Sometimes it's like, yeah, you just have to, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think, Jared, you haven't seen that side of me, but I have, like, a similar goofiness. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so that's why I think it works for us. Okay. Sarah, Sarah brings it out of me more than I, like, there are times where I'm, like, overwhelmed with, like, I guess, goofiness. Sure. Losing my mind. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sarah, you seem more like composed, but I guess uh, it's just because I know Justin. Obviously, I know Justin like yeah <laughs> so much yeah. better. So, yeah, I would I would think that. I don't. I think out of my whole life, I've I've never laughed or like felt as much joy as I have with Sarah. Like wow. I, I think I can say that very confidently. Wow. <laughs> Even when we're um, playing league on Ty's uh, kitchen counter, kitchen table. <laughs> And flaming each other. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, next question. Great, no, I, I love that. Okay, um, this is kind of the last question, and you guys don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Justin, I'm sure you've got a thing or two to say. Sarah, you probably don't, but if you want to answer it, take a shot at it. Like, please do. Um, what am I doing wrong, Justin? Why am I not dating? What's wrong with me? I want to hear what Sarah has to say first. <laughs> and Sarah, let it rip. All right. <laughs> rip. I, I can take it. All right. I've got pretty, pretty thick skin. And I'm like asking the question, which means that I kind of am asking to be roasted. That's true. Well, okay. I feel like, like you said, because I don't know as many details about, you know, your love life as Justin does. So it probably won't be as accurate, but just my impression, like based on how I you as a person and whatnot Mm -hmm. I feel like 
And I guess this goes back to you saying you think you need to take more shots. I feel like maybe you're overthinking it a little mm. bit. Like maybe, um, like, I don't know, like not expecting too much, but expecting things that are too specific almost. Okay. And then, yeah, so you're not like opening up all the opportunities that might be out there. That's what <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's like exactly what I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That Dude, I, think, I think that uh you're actually what, what, what were you saying jared <laughs> i have to compose i mean my... is it that obvious that like you guys both literally are thinking the same thing <laughs> well i think it's because because you always say like you know you've never been in a relationship but i feel like i can tell you've put a lot of thought into it because you, <laughs> like, you have very composed answers to all these so I'm like, I feel like if you're looking for something, you know, it's hard to find that. Oh <laughs> Especially if you're a guy, because like, I agree that for a lot of girls, they like to be approached first. Yeah. yeah. So like, if it'd be different, maybe if you're a girl and you're looking for something specific, maybe like more guys would approach you first. But since like you're in the position where you feel like you probably have to approach first. Okay. You're yourself, basically. Yeah. So Jared, you're, there's like a, a very clear or a very specific model that you're like pursuing, right? Sure. <laughs> First of all, that limits your options. And second of all, like this, the thing that you're going for, it's like, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really fucking difficult. Okay. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> so like you have to, like, if you're not, shooting your shot every single and also like i hate to be i hate to be frank but you're in like the heart of la you know yeah <laughs> yeah pretty bro. Stiff competition, no, i know <laughs> yeah, it's true it's true but it's not like i was having better luck in other parts of the world you know jared your other parts of the world was menlo park and you were playing video games like eight <laughs> hours a day <laughs> you're not finding a girl playing mm. <laughs> all right yeah you just have to yeah. know that I actually feel bad because I don't think I would be very quote unquote successful. I think I would be fucking swamped. I would be like, yeah, it's time for me to be an engineer and just focus on my books. You mean in LA? <laughs> yeah, if I were in LA. Because <laughs> I've been, wa I walked around when you had like class going and I'm like, damn, these are freaking attractive people, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's true, but yeah. But I mean, the only way to like combat that is literally just. Just put yourself out there, you know. Yeah. 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 You have to. You have to. You have to make something that's like different about you. You know, that's mm -hmm. like obvious. Mm -hmm. How do you? How do you feel about like talking to multiple people at once, like that you're interested in? Like it's the beginning stage. Because, mm. or do you think that it's kind of better to just kind of go all in on one person once yeah. you sort of like think because that feels a little weird to me if you're going all in on somebody that you're not even completely sure about I think not that i've ever talked to people multiple people at the same time and not that i've ever like well usually my tactic is like i'll identify somebody that i like and then maybe try and make it work although like i've never really been super like passionately forward in the way that you guys are telling me i should be um, i think that I think if you're stringing on girls, plural, that's really bad. I think that, right. like, like I do think you should shoot your shot, but just one at a time. Yeah, if, okay. That's what I think, too. Yeah. I think 
it's okay to talk to multiple people as long as you're not lying to any of them about it. Yeah. 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 Okay. As long as if someone asks you, like, are you talking to other people and you say no, then that's when the problem arises. But as long as you're open about it, I think in the beginning it's fine because, mm-hmm. again, like Jared's kind of mentioned, like, how do you know putting your all into one person is okay? For, it's like right for that moment. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's hard, dude. It's a it's a cruel world out there for. I think the thing is, it's just that there's no like formula or answer because again, it's like it has to do with like the timing and where the two people are in their lives and whatnot. So I think you just have to like see, like go with the flow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And honestly, the the more time you spend doing it, the better you'll get. Mm-hmm. It's all uh, you'll you'll figure it out, Jay. You just little little hermited a little too much. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Justin, you're the first person I'm going to when I start dating. So, yeah. Okay, guys. Well, this was a freaking awesome podcast. Like, I can't wait to go back and listen to it. Um, I could keep talking more, but I try and keep my episodes just an hour. And it's been about an hour. It's 9.05. So, um, is there anything you guys want to say before I end the stream and end the podcast? Thank you for having me. For yes, sure. It's an honor. You guys want to shout out your friends in the chat? Because I think there were, there's some people I don't recognize. I'm going to assume that they're your guys' friends. That's or... Sarah's friend. Okay. Singular. Sure. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, thanks for being on my show then, guys. And thank you, everyone else, to, uh, thank you, everyone else, for tuning in. Um, and uh, we see you guys next week on Monday. Uh, not sure who the guest is going to be yet, but um, yeah, this is a great podcast. Um, thanks for listening, and thanks again, yeah, Justin, thanks and for Sarah. having me. Yes. Okay. See you guys later. Yeah.